Oh, hey there. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters. At a time when society is undergoing massive transnational change, when deep divisions are fracturing our society, we wanted to make sure we did not lose sight of the little things that separate us. So this is a show for quibbles and quirks and the quotidian things that we disagree on. Every episode, we're going to figure out a bone of contention among our four guests. That'll split them into teams of two. Each team will then square off in a pop culture battle royale to determine whose dumb opinion should prevail. Will this show help heal the ongoing strife that's crippling our society? No, it will not. But we'll enjoy ourselves. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Our first contestant hosts Good Looks at uh, UCB and Podcast But Outside, which is a podcast but outside. Yeah, it's outside. We record it on the streets of Los Angeles nice. and interview strangers. It's Andrew Michon. Hi. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Nice I'm to see you. Good to see you. So Thanks. where do you go? Uh, we've done, we've just put out a few episodes. So we've recorded like downtown Los Angeles, West uh -huh. Hollywood, Glendale. Uh -huh. And then we had a reunion episode where we went back to downtown Los Angeles. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So. And you just talk to people who pass by? We pay them a dollar. Yeah. We're the only ethical podcast around. We pay oh, all like our performers. That. And um, yeah, it's quite fun. We've had some very interesting conversations with some very interesting people. Okay. It's a little like, passive aggressive yeah. swipe at us not paying you. <laughs> not yeah, I feel like you don't know that we're not going to. I was like, is that a slight dig? I think it's a slight dig. We're not every other podcast because we do pay a dollar. Okay. Yeah. Very good. We offered you tea. You said no. I know. I know. Sorry. Uh, you can see our second contestant at the monthly Heather and Company show at UCB. It's Heather Ann Campbell. Hey, hi. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm okay. Great to have you here. It's good to be here. We go back. We do. In in the improv world. Yeah. A long time. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anyone. Happy happy time, Rainbow Bunny Squad or something? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Weren't you on that? With I, I mean, no. But you're here now. Yes, I am here. Our third contestant is part of Ripley Improv, which officially has become a production group. Yes. How exciting. And creating uh, a series of completely improvised films. Amanda Troop. Hi. How are you? I'm really well. How are you? What's new? I did just film a, a guest star on a Netflix comedy. I, I don't think I can say the name, okay. but, you know, who knows? Follow me on Twitter. Uh -huh. um, but the Ripley films, yeah, so we, we do long-form improv, and we had a meeting uh, like a year and a half ago, and we said, do we want to just keep doing this on stage, or do we want to do something else? And we said, let's do something else. So in the fall, we produced five films in five days. Wow. And... Uh, they were all usable. So we said, well, let's not just make one feature film. Let's try to make a series. So now we're in post and we're, you know, That's doing exciting. all that. Yeah, it's really exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations and welcome. Thank you very much. This will be another career peak for all of us. <laughs> uh, and our final contestant, stand-up special, Dad Channels, was recently released on Amazon. It's Chad Daniels. Hi. Welcome to town. Thank you for having me. You're in from Minnesota. I am. How's the weather? Here? There. Awful. Yeah? Yeah. It, uh, my daughter just uh, had to skip Thursday and Friday of school because uh, two feet of snow. Still. It's April. Lord have mercy. Mm -hmm. uh, get the family. Move them out here. I was thinking about it. I think you should. Well, I don't want to pull her out of school. She's a freshman. Yeah. Mm. Three years? Meh. Catch you guys out here. It's you know fine. what, though? You know what, though? This is a good little debate to have because it's time to determine teams. Here on Troubled Waters, we're always on the lookout for the things that divide us, however we can find them. So let's talk about it. Should Chad move his family to Los Angeles from Minnesota? We'll start with you, Andrew. I think yes, because I think if you're thinking of doing it in the near future anyway, I don't know. Now is better than in 
a year or two. We also do need okay. we need more people in Los Angeles. If we could so, and, and that's, specifically that's specifically that's comedians. Oh, specifically yeah. sure. that and kids too. We need yeah. more kids. <laughs> sure, small people. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it weird when you go back? I don't know. Are you from here? Are you who's from here? I'm not. Nobody. No, from no Cal- I'm from California. My, right my okay. parents yeah. moved me out here when I was you know 14 and freshman, <laughs> and I was living in Minnesota. A bunch of assholes. <laughs> yeah, can't believe they would do but, that. Do you like go to other places and like, for example, go into like a Panera Bread or an Einstein Brothers Bagels, and it's like some some soccer team has just left their practice, and like the the snack mom is there getting them this stuff or whatever. Really specific question. No, but it's like like you're asking us if we go to eat at a chain restaurant. Yeah. And have we seen a team sport also eating there? <laughs> but it happens. It's a very weird thing if you go on like a late afternoon to any sort of like comfy, fast, casual kind have of thing. Have you ever gone to a Jiffy Lube on a Tuesday evening? <laughs> And you've seen like three or four uh, PETA people like protesting. Uh-huh. Like what's all... the moon? What's the moon doing? It's like a wa- waxing gibbous. Oh, I have. I have. Oh, yeah, okay, I have, great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, how do we like our pizza? Are we are we thin crust people? Are we deep dish people? Where, do we have strong start? feelings about super, it? Well, super I, guess... I grew up in Chicago, so it's deep dish. Okay. Only deep dish. Really? Yeah. Thin crust pizza is a cracker. It's an hors d'oeuvre. So deep dish pizza is a meal. You're talking. You've been to St. Louis then and had St. Louis pizza. No, right? I have no. never gone to St. Louis. Okay. That city's dead to me. Oh, my God. You know, it's my hometown. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not interested. Okay. Why is it dead to wait, you? Do they have, wait, do they have fake deep dish pizza there? No. They have very thin crust pizza. Yeah. But it's not even. But everybody city. complains about. It's not really thin crust because they put like fake plastic cheese on it. It's not even really okay. a pizza. All right, Chad. Let's settle down. It's called Provel. It is a cheese food. It's a processed cheese what? food. Yeah, Wait, that goes on plastic. a very thin That's crust true. pizza. This is all of this us sounds... versus you. No, I know <laughs> it is, terrible. and I am willing to take you all on. Uh, no, St. Louis pizza is. If you've ever had any other kind of pizza, you hate it. But if it's your first pizza, <laughs> as it has been with me, I love it. I. It's. It's. The consistency of a saltine cracker with right. Provel cheese, which is a bastard child of provolone and Velveeta. And plastic. And plastic. So it's like a communion wafer with like yes. a fake cheese on it. That's correct. Wow. And I love it. No. No? No. Interesting. I, I would I would rather eat a thin crust pizza than that thing that you just described. Well, I mean, technically <laughs> it is a thin crust pizza. No. Anybody Have you ever else? found it outside of St. Louis? No, I never have. No, the, <laughs> St. Louis has a lot of delicacies that have not made the jump, even right. to other Midwestern cities. I think that says yeah, something ravioli. about it. Toasted ravioli, yeah. gooey butter cake. I've never which had is that. exactly what it sounds Wait, like. What, what's wrong with their ravioli? They just, they bread it and fry it. Bread it and fry it. <laughs> and it becomes a finger food, Heather. And then what was the other thing that you guys said? A uh, gooey butter cake. What is that? It, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's butter with sugar on it and you oh, eat it. Oh my God. <laughs> what? so good. Oh. I'm sure there's another ingredient, but there might not be. Oh. Yeah. yeah. No. Of the three, I think I'd choose gooey butter cake. Ugh. That's sensible. I would not eat that pizza though. No? It doesn't even have mozzarella on it. No, it doesn't. No. No. No, so I think it's barely a pizza at that point. It's pizza. It's yeah. like I cheese and crackers. It. it is a little like cheese yeah. and crackers, and I'm fucking starving for it right now. Uh, so you would do the gooey butter cake. Are you a cake or a pie person? Oh, I'm I'm a I'm a cake person. Okay, why is that? Uh, because cake is often delicious, and if it's not, usually the frosting is good. Okay. Whereas pie is like, if the crust is bad and the fruit filling is. Only okay. You're just. It's a lot of mediocre. Yeah. And most and most cakes, even mediocre cakes, are kind of better than pie. I find. All right. Yeah, that's okay. my opinion on it. Although I, I have had you. some abysmal 
cakes as well. Sure. I think a gooey butter cake would probably always be good. It's it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's not bad. Yeah. Heather, cake or pie? Uh, cake. Yeah? Um, I have a horror story about a pie. I'd like to hear it. Uh, so when I was a kid, we stopped at a Bob's Big Boy on a road trip. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I really want a slice of pie because, sure. you know, you're a kid. Yeah. And my parents were like, well, if you get it, you got to eat it. And so I said, okay. Oh, boy. And I got a piece of pie and I took one bite and I was like, this is really gross. Okay. And they were like, you eat your fucking pie. I mean, they didn't, okay. not like it wasn't that serious, but I was in the backseat of the car and we we're on the rest of the road trip and I was starting to cry because I was like, oh, this is really, really gross. I don't like it at all. How old are you again? Uh, no, <laughs> the, um, I'm, I'm a kid. I'm yeah. a kid. And so finally, my, my dad took the pie and he's like, if I take a bite of this and it is, it, it, it is tasty, then you are in trouble. And he takes a bite and he immediately dry heaves into his hand, spits it out. And we peeled back the top crust of the pie and there was an inch of St. Louis of pizza. mold. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, okay. There was like a full inch of mold and I had just oh. been downing moldy oh. pie to try and like not be a bad person. Oh. Uh, so I think that a pie can hide mm. something bad inside. Yeah. Whereas a cake, you can see inside the cake. Oh my God. I, are you... How scarred are you beyond I, working in well, comedy I still, I as still an adult? I still eat a pie, but it's really, it, I check, <laughs> I check oh, a wow. pie. Jesus Christ. So yeah, cake all the way. Do also, you- if this is yummy, you're in trouble, will haunt me. Oh. That will haunt me. <laughs> that is high level parental manipulation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Andrew, your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I've got to go pie myself. Yeah? I'll be the first pie okay. uh, voter here. We Mostly because I just like pureness and I just think- I just think pie is like a pure representation of whatever the fruit is. It's like if it's a strawberry pie, I feel like you can just like get the strawberries in a very pure sense. Whereas cake is like, there's a lot of other stuff going on. Mm -hmm. You know, there's wheat and eggs and other stuff. I just feel like pie really represents the fruit well. And I think it's just a vehicle for good, well um, tasting fruit. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Chad? Uh, I'm going to go with pie. Pie. But I'm answering this question based on bringing in another food. Oh. Because I like ice cream, mm. so ice cream goes on a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so uh, I tried to answer it with what does ice cream enhance more? Uh-huh. And I think pie starts at a three, Yeah. cake starts at a six. With ice cream, I think cake just goes to a seven, but pie leaps up to a nine. Goes all the way up wow. to a nine. Also, you can do a warm pie. I'm trying to, are there warm cakes? Yeah, I was thinking yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fresh cake is delicious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, or fresh uh, out the oven cake. Uh, I've had a thing called a chocolate cobbler. Oh. Where it's oh, maybe it's good. like a, a, what is it, a toffee butter cake, butter cake, yum yum. Gooey butter cake? Gooey butter cake. Yeah. But, but instead of like, you know, usually you can do it with fruit, but you take your cake mix and chocolate and uh-huh. butter and hot water and you bake that and then you scoop that up and it's like fudgy happy bowl oh, of shit. yum with ice cream. I know it's really good. Fudgy happy bowl of yum was your improv yes. team yeah. at yeah. iOS <laughs> with the Kent State picture. Um, have you done the thing where you just empty out a can of uh, pumpkin? that you would do pumpkin pie with. Mm-hmm. And then you, I'm from St. Louis, and here it comes again. <laughs> um, then you uh, like, then you dump you, out a whole thing of yellow cake mix, mm-hmm. and then you pour melted butter over the top of that, right, and you right. stick it in the oven. That That's very similar to the recipe I was training. That, yeah, it's real good. So good. Never with pumpkin, though. Yeah. No? No. Do it with maybe, pumpkin. Maybe this year for uh <laughs> This holiday season? Yeah. Do it with pumpkin. All right, representing cake, we got Heather and Amanda representing pie, mm. Andrew and Chad. Ladies versus gentlemen. Cake versus pie. Let's get into it. Let's start the show with a round we call Win the News. 
Now, it's not enough just to watch the news anymore. you got to take a side. So for this round, we're going to read you an actual news story, one that you might not even think has two rational sides to it, and then you will be forced to take on the role of pundits and bitterly debate those sides anyway. You've seen cable news, right? Sure. Mm. It's disgusting. You can't just build yourself up. you got to knock the other person down. Mm. So this episode's story is Almost as bad as what Heather told us earlier. Uh, This is the story of a woman in Taiwan who went to the doctor. You probably already know what I'm talking about. Went to the doctor complaining about a uh, a sudden and severe eye infection. The doctor Mm -hmm. who examined... Do you know? Are we all on board? Okay. The doctor... who examined the socket with a microscope, discovered the irritation and pain was actually caused by four bees living in there. What? The bees, yeah. Oh, you didn't know? No. Oh. I just knew something. I was like, what kind of worms? Yeah. Bee worms. Oh, bees. God. Bees. <laughs> uh, the bees are known as sweat bees because they like to eat human sweat, although in this case they were living off her tears. Uh, the doctor actually uh, managed to remove all four bees and her eyes were unharmed. So that's good. There is a happy ending to that story. So. Now that we know that we'll never sleep again, I'm going to assign both teams a position on this story. You'll each get one minute to make your case. But because winning the news is about proving how wrong your opponent is, you will also each get 30 seconds to rebut the other team Mm. as well. Okay. It might not seem like there's an argument to be had in this story. <laughs> that made my hands sweat. I know. It's awful. Well, it's look out, really bees. Yeah, be yeah, careful. Bees. They're on their way. <laughs> my, my hands are sweating too, but I eat a lot of ice cream, so that makes well, sense. Well, there you go. Uh, okay. So let's say Team Cake. I'll have you go first. I want you to take the position that the medical staff should not have intervened and that they should have left the four bees in her eye. You have one minute. Your time starts now. Here's the thing. No one talks about the bees' feelings in all of this. Very true. The bees found an ideal environment to make their home. There were four of them. I think it might have been a family unit, and they were just living their lives. They didn't ask to be removed. Sure. Not to mention the audacity of these bees to just take up residence in a human eyeball. Like, I feel like... At that point, they've shown us who is in charge, and we should acquiesce to their desires. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to piss off four bees that were like, "This is my home. Your face is my home." <laughs> yeah, they didn't even they didn't even offer the opportunity to remove the eye, put in a new eye, and give the bees the eye that they'd claimed. Maybe we should think about that in the future. Not yeah. to mention that if you've got four bees inside an eye and you remove them, chances are they're going to get their doctor bee. To come back and put themselves back into the eye, right? Very well organized. Because they can't just crawl into an eye. We know that much. Okay, that is your time. Very strong arguments. Okay, so Team Pi, I'm going to have you go next. You will take the opposing viewpoint, argue that the bees should have been removed from the eyes. But as an added challenge, I want you to argue it from the point of view of the bees. You have one minute. It starts now. I was tricked into going into the eye. Uh, this woman called her husband honey and winked. I was into it. So I go into the eye. Now I'm in this goddamn tear duct that I can't get out of. This lady doesn't cry. She's a cold hearted, you know what? So I'm trying to get out, trying to ride the water out of her eyes. No chance. Unbelievable. Who doesn't cry? I'll just say this. We all know that doctors sweat more than any other person. Mm -hmm. So I'm in that eye and I'm thinking, I hope that a doctor brings me out of here so I can find an avenue to get into the doctor's realm and kind of eat some of the doctor's sweat. Doctor's sweat is some of the tastiest sweat around. Mm -hmm. It smells good for me. It tastes great. And I'm just kind of looking for more doctors in my life. So I was going into that eye to get brought out by the doctor. So he did his job. And now I now live in his butt. We were baiting doctors. That's great. Yeah, that's exactly. Good. That's what we were doing, and it actually worked quite well. Solid. Your time is up. 
But now it is time to tear each other's arguments apart. Like an angry swarm chasing a hungry bear, you will each get 30 seconds to pick apart the other side's points. Uh, okay, you got 30 seconds to tear down their argument of why they should have stayed. So so you're telling me that you 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 wanted to get out of the eye. And my, my, I mean, the obvious implication here is that you wanted out of Thailand. Like, if, if this is a bee that belongs in a Thailand eye and you want out, I know where you're going, and it's to the United States of America, and I think these Thailand bees that go into eyeballs should stay in their homes. <laughs> and and also, I mean, in your description of it, did the bee not know where it was going? We all know bees have excellent senses of direction. They do those little dances. Okay. They know where they're going. They know what they're doing. If uh, they went into the eye, they wanted to be there. Well, if we have to go to break. Uh, all right. Uh, Team Pi, you have 30 seconds to tear down their argument. Are we still bees? You're still bees. Okay. <laughs> we have one job, and it's to pollinate. All right? You're not going to find any pollen in a goddamn eye. I'll tell you that right now. So you're going in there trying to... All you need to do... the whole Every single piece of vegetation is going to die because you're off tear hunting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm slightly confused now about where my... Okay, we just need to be in the eye for a little bit, and then we need to get out. I'm just, I'm just so hard to figure out who's it's on which one. It's right a difficult here. one. It's a difficult one. It, and it goes to Team Cake, because of course it does. Yeah, that's Get fun. the bees out of my eye. Also, nobody brought up the uh, the policy, the, the no, Taiwanese policy of family see, separation. Whatever your point was, it was very good. Sorry. I know I don't remember what it was. It doesn't matter. To our listeners at home, you can participate in Win the News. We collect suggestions from current events, items, and trending battles, but we would also love to hear what you want to make us make our guests argue over. So if a story pops up that you think would make a great Win the News segment, tweet it to us at TroubledPod. If we use your story, we'll give you a shout out on the show. At the end of that round, woo, Team Cake is in the lead. Great. As they should be. Now it's time for a game we are calling Off Pitch. Uh, in this game, our writers have written up a series of film synopses, which, while technically true, are also very bad representations of the films that they are trying to describe. So, for example, uh, they might say an old man meets up with his former student and it doesn't end well. That'd be Star Wars. It's kind of one of those things where you see it's just like they have a sentence and you're doing your little direct TV remote. Okay. Uh, we're going to read you a series of badly described movie clues. And if you think you know the film in question, buzz in with your team name and your guess which is pie, no, cake versus pie. Mm -hmm. I get very confused because they're okay. both delicious. Should be simple enough, but it won't be. Here we go. Question number one. A marine animal and a small town really don't get along, but the cake. weather's nice. Cake. Free Willy. No. Pie. Pie. Um, Jaws. Jaws is correct. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, number two. A couple of men wear matching outfits and play chess together for a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> A, a man of... is is reprimanded for trying to leave before he should. Wait, a couple of men wear the same outfit? Pie. Yes. Shawshank Redemption. That is correct. Oh. Wow. Oh. Okay. Number three. Childminder manipulates a family so they become reliant on her for their happiness. She then quits unexpectedly. Yes. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is correct. <laughs> mm. I'm so excited. That's not my answer. <laughs> yes. Uh, some high school seniors struggle to let go of a summer fling. Uh, cake. Yeah. Don't you forget about the me. The Breakfast no, Club? No. No. Oh, no. darn. A uh, cake. Yeah. That's Twilight. Is it ever summer, though, up in, the, <laughs> up in Oregon with the vampires? Is it Grease? It's Grease! Oh, hey! I didn't buzz in there. Okay. You didn't. Uh, you can something. give it to Pi. We're loosey-goosey tonight. Uh, <laughs> number five. Pet bought from a shop, which is not a pet shop, comes with clear instructions, which are pet. ignored. Oh, I'm sorry. Pi. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the Gremlins. 
Gremlins is correct. Okay, for a bonus point, let's flip it around. I'm going to give each of you a chance to badly describe a movie for me, and if I can guess it, or if it makes me laugh, I might give you some points. Uh, a military-industrial complex machine learns to dance and fall in love. Oh, I was thinking war games, but there's no dancing or love in that. Um, and Wally is a is a trash robot. I don't know it. It's short circuit. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> Men in tuxes spend too much money. Men in tuxes spend too it. much money. Do you know it? Yeah, it's mm. Dumb and Dumber. No, oh, is it no. Dumb and Dumber? It is. Oh, yeah. it is. oh wow! I have one. Oh. Never seen that movie. Okay. A former hacker dances at an epic underground rave and eventually gets laid. Uh, is it the, the social network? No, it's The Matrix 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, that point. Okay. Uh, at the end of that round, Pi uh, takes it. We are tied. One all. I'm going to take a little break. We'll be right back after this. Hey everyone, it's John Roderick from the Friendly Fire Podcast, here with Adam Pranica and Ben Harrison. When was the last time you really liked watching a war film? With Friendly Fire, you get to do it with us! Yeah, you don't even necessarily have to have seen the movie to get a lot out of an episode of Friendly Fire. In many cases, we would recommend that you not watch the movie because there are some really, really bad war movies, but a bad war movie makes a great war movie podcast. And in all cases, we recommend you listen to our show. So subscribe and download to Friendly Fire wherever you get your podcasts. To the victor, go the spoiler alerts. Oh, hey, welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, here arguing for the dominance of cake. Heather Ann Campbell, Amanda Troop. Arguing for pie. Andrew Michon, Chad Daniels. Uh, all right, now it's time for a favorite round of ours <laughs> that we call This Thing or That Thing. So this episode airs during the first week of May, which means we are observing- All the, dead. Yeah, we're all dead. <laughs> we're observing- Wow. <laughs> this is just on a beacon out to outer space. <laughs> the dark end of April. <laughs> so we're observing the, uh, the date-specific holiday about a ragtag team of underdogs who rose up against an impressive power to declare their independence. I'm not talking about Cinco de Mayo. I am talking about May the 4th Be With You, the, uh, the series of American sci-fi movies- you know, the mm. whole thing on May 4th. Or I'm May wearing 4th a Star Wars you. shirt. Okay, cool. I'm wearing one right now. I oh. know I know what it is. So, okay, great. <laughs> so you'll do awesome at this round. Uh, okay, so in celebration of May the 4th, Star Wars Day, and the upcoming final film in the Skywalker saga, which is Rise of the Skywalker? The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Um, okay, we're going to read you a list of names. You will tell us if they are actual characters from the Star Wars universe no. or the names of prescription drugs that exist right here on Earth. <laughs> When you know the answer, buzz in with your team names. It's hard. I tried it. I lost. Okay. Okay. I Debanone. Pie. Pie. Prescription drug. That is uh, that treats neurological disorders. Okay. Yes. Point to you. Warfarin. Cake. Cake. Prescription drug. That is. That is an anticoagulant. Uh, Bren Darlin. Pie. Yes, Star Wars character. That is uh, that was that guy was played by uh, by John Ratzenberger. He's a rebel officer. Point to you, uh, Anna Kinra. 
Cake. Yes. Star Wars. That is a drug that is uh, oh. treats rheumatoid arthritis. I think the Anakin was a, a, a that's trick. Where, that's where yeah. that was the little curveball. Trickery. Go ahead, riders. Uh, Clovis. Pie. Yes. I think that's a Star Wars character. That is a character from the Clone Wars cartoon series. Uh, Seneska. Pie. Yes. Drug. That is uh, a pilot for the Rebellion in The Empire Strikes Ooh. Back. Uh, Vin Blastine. Cake. Yes. Drug. Drug used in chemotherapy. Uh, Thanison. Pie. Yes. Drug. Uh, nope. First Drug. Order Officer from The Force Awakens. Actos. Oh my God, this is so funny. I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. Drug used no. to uh, improve glycemic control in adults with type 2 diabetes. Also, one of the three musketeers, maybe? Anyway, uh, Tigan. Pie. Drug. That is an anti nausea medicine. Uh, and Valorum. Go either way on this one. Heather. It's not. <laughs> he was the Chancellor who was replaced by Palpatine in wow. the prequel trilogy. <laughs> you with your Star Wars t-shirt. Look at you covering it up with your hands now. You're so ashamed. <laughs> you just laughed the whole time. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> oh, that, that feels very Riley Silverman. Pi uh, takes it. Yeah. Pi okay. takes it. Run. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this. Thanks so much to the over 28,000 members who joined or upgraded during the 2019 Max Fund Drive and to all of our monthly members. To celebrate hitting our goal this year, we're putting the 2019 Max Fund Drive pins on sale for all $10 and up monthly members. As in past years, you'll be able to get some pins and support a great cause at the same time. The proceeds from this year's sale will support the National Court Appointed Special Advocates Association. National CASA does amazing work for children and youth through a national network of 950 member programs. We are proud to be able to support them. The pin sale will run from April 29th until May 10th. And if you're a $10 and up monthly member, your personalized code is waiting in your inbox right now. For more details, you can head over to MaximumFun.org slash pins. And once again, thank you. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, here arguing for the supremacy of cake. It's Amanda Troop and Heather Ann Campbell. Uh, here, more successfully, arguing for pie, Andrew Michon and Chad Daniels. Now it's time for a game we're calling Punctuation Rock. Let's play on punk rock and punctuation. Do you get it? We would have called it Never Mind the Full Stops, but that seemed a little too obscure. So this round was inspired by NSYNC, asterisk NSYNC, and the it's going to be May meme. You know how like on like the last day of mm -hmm. April saying people say it's going to be May. Also very timely because um, Ariana Grande brought them out at Coachella just recently. Did anyone see it? Wait, what? Did not. Ariana Grande brought out, he, uh, she uh, reunited NSYNC except for Justin Timberlake. Mm -hmm. Is NSYNC a punk rock band? No. It's punctuation because they have that little asterisk. Just, just because I didn't think so. No, they are not <laughs> at all. Great. Um, anyway. So you get it. So uh, in honor of Asterisk in Sync, here's a round about bands who use punctuation in their names. Okay. Okay. Mm. Uh, these will be asked to, to teams in turn. Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a drug. <laughs> uh, team Cake, you are uh, um, um, not in the lead, so I'm going to have you go first. Okay. Uh, listen to this clip, please. Okay. 
Okay. That is C'est La Vie from 1990s Irish girl band Bewitched. The question is, what punctuation mark did they have in their name and where did they have it? It would be a dash between B and Witched, right? Bewitched? Or do you think it's no, like a... Isn't the band named C'est La Vie? So wouldn't no, it be an apostrophe? Bewitched was the band name. Oh. Well, then... I mean, it's not B, comma, witched. <laughs> B. I'll go also with witched. your answer, yes. It's an asterisk after the B, but I'm going to give it to you. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll take it. Yeah, and if you want to know what's what's being left out by the asterisk or the apostrophe, uh, it's their full name, Barry. Bitch. Barry Witched. Bitch Witched. Bitch Witched. <laughs> Bitch Witched. Uh, team Pie, listen to this. You may contain the urge to run away, but hold her down with soggy clothes and breeze blocks. Citrusine, your fever scream me again. Okay, now, breeze blocks. That's Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is, in fact, Alt-J. They have a hyphen in their name before the J. The song is based on Maurice Sendak's Where the Wild Things Are. That is all the trivia that you're getting about them. Now the question, what is the significance of the name Alt-J? The face that Andrew Mishan is making right now. I don't know. It's just strain. It's pure yeah, strain. Alt-J. Alt-J. Let's say they were uh, going to uh, travel to a foreign land for their Mormon church. It's possible. And they decided to uh, take an alternate journey. Mm. Oh, so journey. it's how do we feel just, about that? They're they've okay. That's their fun, kicky way of saying alternate journey. Yeah, it's my alt J. So we're going to take a little shortcut. Mm. Let's take a little alt J. Yeah. Okay. I wish that were true. It's not. It is an Apple keyboard shortcut that gives you a little picture of a triangle. Yeah, mm. uh, couldn't have expected you to know that. Right. I, I was. Do you know I that, that one? Mm-hmm. Really? That Did one you? I knew for real. Do you like? Did you really? No, I just love Max. Oh, oh. Wow, good to know. Uh, so it's back to you. An idiot. Uh, we're going back to 1966 <laughs> for one of the first punctuation bands. Let's I've hear a little clip. My life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's okay. listen. Okay, that is Question Mark and the Mysterians with 96 Tears, which reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Lead singer of the band was called Question Mark. Back then he was called a weirdo, claiming that his soul had originated from Mars and that he had walked with the dinosaurs. Right now he would be described as a plausible candidate for office. They are remembered as a one-hit wonder, but one of their later tracks, Can't Get Enough of You Baby, was successfully covered by a band in 1998. Which band? Ooh, that just... Which band? Oh, yeah. Um, it's yeah, fucking no, Smash Mouth? It is fucking Smash Mouth. <laughs> it is fucking Smash Mouth. Wow. Well done. Well done and well said. Uh, yes, they are uh, They're the answer, and they are the band most associated with the Shrek franchise. Uh, Team Pie, listen to this. Okay. You don't need to hear that anymore. Times, you know that that is ACDC with Back in Black. Uh, ACDC's name comes from the two types of electrical current, alternating and direct, because it seemed like a good idea to name themselves after something to do with electricity, and the best of those names, Van der Graaff Generator, had already been taken. ACDC have been through four lead singers. The most recent on their 2016 tour was the frontman of another famous rock band. Name the band or the singer. The Rolling Stones? No. God, <laughs> let's all picture Mick Jagger touring with ACDC. <laughs> I would love it. That seems like no. something Adam Levine would do. Oh, my God. Even worse. Yeah, but... Alas, no. It was Axl Rose. 
Excellent. That makes total sense, though. Uh, All right. Both teams get to play in this last question. This is Scream Major by a band called Therapy. Okay. Therapy's name is spelled with a question mark at the end. So when someone asks you, what's the name of that band who did Scream Major? Your answer is always going to seem uncertain. So all four contestants, I want you to do your best job. At saying the band's name, the person who I deem to have the best questioning intonation wins two points for their team. We'll start with you, Chad. Therapy? That's good. I mean, that's solid. Therapy? That's pretty much exactly I the same know, thing. I know, I knew. Heather? Therapy. Ooh, yeah. Like you've made up your mind, but then at the end, you're just like, wait, is this really for me? It's like a yeah. Hamadana says everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Madam X, coming soon. Uh... Hmm. Hmm. There. Hmm. A <laughs> <laughs> You do sound insane. So yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Points to uh, to Team Cake yeah. on that one. <laughs> Two points to Team Cake. There is one more, and again, we are both playing. Here is Pink with "Just Like a Pill." You've heard it. You know she's on a trapeze while all of this is happening. Pink's name is spelled pink, exclamation mark, N-K. So, once again, I'm going to ask each of the four of you to do your best to pronounce it. We will start with you, Amanda. Pink! Okay. Wait, it's... It's P, exclamation point, Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me do one more. No, you've had your chance. Oh, darn it. Heather? Pink! (laughs) (laughs) Andrew? Oh, yeah, that sounded violent. Pexclamation-k. Oh. I like the way you deconstructed that one, like a fancy chef. But the point still goes to Heather, sorry. So let's, uh, yeah, let's uh, round up the points. Pie is taking the cake, three to two. Pie is officially better than cake, mold and all, sorry. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. It's officially been established by Troubled Waters. Uh, all right, now it's plug time. Everybody... Let's uh, let's go around the ro- let's go round robin. Something you did, you want the world to know about, and then to offset the ego karma, something someone else did that you want the world to know about. Chad Daniels. Oh, this was fat. I got him first. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like uh, <laughs> you don't have to be. I can start somewhere. Do you mean like are we plugging plug something? something that you want people to know, and then uh, plug well, something I'd that someone else made? Like somebody to uh, watch Dad Chaniels on Amazon Prime. Okay, mm. that's my new special. And then uh, I would also like you to watch uh, Nate Bargatze's special Tennessee Kid on Netflix. So fucking funny. Yeah. So funny. Well done. Thank you, Chad. Well, you're welcome. Andrew. Well, I mentioned my new podcast at the top, but it's also on YouTube. You can watch a video of us on the street talking to strangers. And in the second episode, we talked to an old Jewish woman whose second husband, turns out, was addicted to crack and died in his 70s from crack. And she didn't know until he died. Oh. How long had he been? He'd been doing crack for like 20 or 30 years. Oh. She didn't realize until wow. after he died. It was like she a very intense know. conversation. I'll send you the clip. It's a two-minute clip you can watch that oh show my you. God. It's interesting. And something else is Succession on HBO is one of the best shows I've seen in years. It's the hmm. third time in 24 hours somebody has said it's that to me. It's so good. Hmm. There's only one season out there, too, so it's not a lot of time investment. Okay. Very good. Heather Ann Campbell. Uh, please watch The Twilight Zone on CBS All Access, as uh-huh. I have written for that. Uh, and uh, it's fun and cool. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I'm going to plug. Uh, I'm going to plug Succession also uh, because my girlfriend writes for mm. Succession. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice! Yeah, oh, very cool. Right on. 
Amanda True. Uh, well, I already talked about my improvised films, which were in post. So please follow Ripley Improv on Twitter to get updates or maybe, you know, chip into our fundraising for that because uh, films are expensive. Follow me at Amanda Troop for all my acting stuff. I've got, I've got stuff coming out this year that I can't talk about yet. And um, watch Box Peak on Easy Allies' YouTube channel. It's a animated show that kind of makes fun of... Um, uh, Pokemon and Digimon and Beyblade and things like that. And I'm the lead and all of the other female characters on it. And it's a really cute uh, paper craft animated show. Great. Yeah. But you're still the lead in everything. I'm well, I'm the lead in this. I'm not the lead in, in, in almost everything else. Okay. And except for my life. Okay. Says my mom. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you. Well, Andrew Michon, Heather Ann Campbell, Amanda Troop, Chad Daniel, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You that were at the AirPods, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing. We're Amanda Troop. Woo-woo! Heather Ann Campbell. Andrew Michon. Yes. And Chad Daniels. Pink! Yeah! Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas and Laura Swisher. Smooches! MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.